0: hello everybody my name is Luke and welcome to episode 51 of the naked student podcast obviously we're gonna try and bring you as many episodes as possible during this lockdown period it's a very odd period isn't it I mean it's been what, nearly three weeks now it's felt like maybe three months but then at the same time it's also felt like one really long day uh, so it's it's a very odd one some days I think I, I sort of Wake up and I, I accept what's going on. I'm like, this is okay now. This is okay. And then the next day I'll wake up and I'll be like, nope, this is definitely not okay. This is this is bizarre. So it's it's a daily battle, isn't it? But hopefully TNS can be here to to help brighten up some of your days. Um, so just quickly, as I do at the start of every episode, you can catch us on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, so on Instagram, it is at the naked Student underscore. It's probably the best place to find us. Put up photos every time we bang up an episode. We try and get threads going. I know we've done one on, on recipes recently for, for the lockdown period and, and, and tunes as well. We always try and get up the tunes. Music's so important, isn't it? Um, but you can also find us on Twitter as well if you want to see some good memes. Uh, it's at TNS underscore podcasts. So that is the plug over and done with. So today I've got we've got a very, very nice episode I, I want to say coming today. I for episode fifty one I'm joined by Tom over FaceTime. How are you doing, Tom?
1: Hey mate, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Enjoying the lockdown period?
1: I am, I am. I'm uh, follow me on Strava. I'm <laughs> uh, putting up those naughty times. And uh, just taking taking a bit of time mate to just pause and, and reflect you know, a
0: very lucky position that I can be at home with my family, you know. I think that's really nicely put, yeah, I mean, the Strava, everyone is bashing Strava, like, literally every notification. And I I actually wanted to get on Strava properly, but I'm looking at people on there, and some of the times that are getting posted, like, people are putting in some serious work, I need to sort of get into running more, and then get on Strava when I'm putting up those good times.
1: The competition is fierce. Rick Parker, we're
0: talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really impressed me, actually, as many others oh, yeah. have as well. But yeah, the Strava just makes me laugh. It's, it's a positive side effect of lockdown, I guess, as everyone's trying to get into, into running. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. I think that can only be a good thing. You know? <laughs> For sure.
0: Um, so, yeah, today, uh, episode 51, we're going to cover the topic of friendship something that me and Tom have spoken about a lot. Um, Obviously, you know, we're very good friends um, as well, but just to sort of give a brief overview of the things we want to talk about. For the first half, we want to get into the nature of friendship. You know, during this period especially, it's a very odd period, we are social creatures at heart, and to have that sort of cut off is a challenge, I'm sure, for many of us, that, you know, being able to hug someone being able to touch someone who's not in your in your house with you is 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 something um, unusual that we all have to get used to. Um, obviously, we've got pointless facts in there, but we also want to talk about what, you know what does friendship mean? Maybe in the future after this, could we see this as a fairly liberating period? You know, we are the architects of our own social groups right now. Who we talk to is very much up to us. Um, and maybe just touching on a, th- a few important things for people to consider. During this period and beyond, really. Um, So those are the areas that we want to touch on. You know, friendship is is such an important area of our lives, and that's what we want to get people thinking about today. So I guess to kick things off, Tom, you know, I want to look at the nature of friendship, the purpose of friendship. I suppose. You know, do you think there is a purpose to friendship, or or should it just you should just let it be as it is?
1: Um, I think it's a good question I would say that for everyone friendship does have a definitive purpose in that you would hope it adds to your life it provides shared experience you know the bonds that you form in friendships help you learn about yourself and your your own experiences and and in that regard it, it does have a purpose but then it's not a definitive um end point or end goal you know Friendships are dynamic, they change, same friendships end. And so I think when you look at it as having a having a purpose, you mustn't ever let that get in the way of what it is at heart, which is just social connection, right?
0: I think that's really well put, yeah. But I also think that just to be, you know, to play a bit of devil's advocate, I suppose, I think there needs to be some idea of purpose to a friendship, I do sort of believe that I believe that more and more over the past couple of years, really, when you reflect upon it. And I don't think that, you know, having a purpose really ruins the friendship or the idea of a friendship. Like the more we define it within ourselves, you know, it's obviously a very subjective um, idea, friendship. But the more we define it, the more we can focus on what we should be doing with The people in our lives, you know, what do we value as friendship and how can we act like that towards others? If that makes sense or, or maybe it helps us conclude in ourselves, like maybe we don't want that in a friend or maybe we don't need uh, that individual person um, to be, you know, to have the, that um, close relationship. Maybe sometimes you need to define it to say that, okay, um, they're not offering me what I see as intrinsic to friendship,
1: Mm -hmm. I think that that's definitely true and that we spoke about this before where some, some friends that you might have at certain stages in your life, you look back at them and they served a very clear purpose and they provided you with the support and the guidance that you needed at particularly difficult or challenging periods there's equally friends that some of your fondest memories are with that maybe you haven't actually had any real tried or testing times with. And so I think that definitely for for sort of peace of mind, you would like to think that all these years spent with these people is accumulating to something. But then I do think you have to make sure that you don't let that bog down or get in the way of people just being themselves as well, you know, and kind of how we're all... Just trying to be the best people we can be, or you would hope so. So, if that then also means that you you've got to work on these relationships, whether they be, you know, um, long long term friendships or even relatively new ones. I think that you have to give that margin for sort of human error. You know, mm. friends, even even as a close friend, you know, of yours, and I've have very very many dear friends, are very lucky, but even I. Like can take stock When they've made mistakes I've made mistakes You know When maybe we've not been Quite up to the mark You know
0: I I think that's a A really important point I know I want to talk about That a bit later as well That idea of Um Friendship is about learning. You know, it's like with any relationship. You know, you talk about marriage a lot of the time. You should see friendship in, in within the same lens, shouldn't you? It is a relationship within another human being. Uh, it's about work. It's not, you can't rest on your laurels. It's about constantly learning, um, maybe making mistakes and then and then um, trying to, you know, not make the same mistake again. But I guess, you know, one, one, one area that I really like is, What I really believe, actually, is a true friend is someone who gives you total freedom to be yourself. And I think that's something that I certainly use as a reader, um, you know, of my friendships. Like, can I just be the sort of weirdo that I am at heart? Can I, you know, do I feel like I can be like that around this person?
1: Yeah, I think that... If you're surrounding yourself with people in your life who you feel like you're maybe living a kind of um, a double life with or you feel like don't embrace you for who you are, you've got to make some changes because, you know, that's not, if we go back to the purpose of a friend, that's not a supportive mechanism, you know? If someone is kind of, if you're having to behave a certain way to keep on side with a quote-unquote friend, you've got to look at that relationship because you know, we've all had those people in the past who we spend time with, we enjoy their time, but maybe actually we realize that through spending that time with them, we may have changed ourselves and not always for the better. So I think that definitely, you know, a freedom to be yourself and also a freedom to to feel safe around those people that you can express yourself in that way is Mm. is very, very key. Um, because that then almost your friends are then they're like amplifying your own social experience and your own self discovery and that can only be a positive thing right
0: yeah i mean i i completely agree with you um again really that i mean one area that i found really interesting just in the you know research being done for this episode so jim Rohn, who's a pretty famous social scientist like um He's sort of in any motivational book ever, you know, we've done an episode on self-help you know, he a lot of what he does ties into that. But he states really that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with, you know, or talk to in general. Um, you know, we are an average of those five people because obviously they will rub off on us. my final year of university when I sort of came across that for the, you know, for the first time. And it really got me thinking about who those people were. Um, I actually, I actually wrote it down and obviously that will change, you know, especially as I just mentioned, when you're at uni, you, you're you around people at uni all the time. And then when you're not at uni, you don't necessarily see those people all too much, do you? But it's at any one time, I guess that like, you need to think like, do these people have values that you share um do they show that they care or appreciate you? Do they make you laugh? You know, are you allowed to be yourself? Like all of these things, they you know, if if they don't really display that, then you need to think about that because that's going to affect you. And I always talk, you know, I think values is something that me and you have, have spoken about at length over the years. Your values, your integrity, um is such an important part of who you are as an individual, isn't it? And I think whilst it's, you know, it's really important that at the core you are friends with people who share your values, but then you don't want to just have friends who are all the same, do you? You want some variety you know, that could be anything. That could be sense of humour, I don't know, just to just to pick one. But you don't want everyone to have the same perspective on everything. But I think it's important that it's that core value. I would say just, are they a good person? <laughs> you know, do, do are they good? Are they nice to other people? Do they treat their friends with great respect all the time? Mm-hmm. And if you think that that might not be the case, then you, you need to think about that, don't you think? It
1: mm-hmm. goes back to that age-old idiom you know, treat others how you wanna be treated. But it works in reverse as well. But, you know, if you're if you're kind of taking stock a particular way that you don't like how a particular friend is being with you. And not not that it might even be an overly negative thing. They might just be getting on your nerves or you might find that you're at a bit of a crossroads with them in terms of you just don't feel like the conversations you were having as were maybe as fruitful that they once were. You might have Stop doing something that initially brought you together as friends. I don't know sport, music, whatever that is. And I think the way it works in reverse is that you know you can have friends that that you don't expect the full package from. You know you can have people that perform different functions. You can have the friend that's there on the end of the phone at three a.m. Equally, you can have the friend who sat with you on the yacht in Ibiza. You know the thing is, I'd like one of those. Is that, I guess (laughs) I'd be up. The thing is that those people, those kind of fictitious people, both serve a purpose in your life, and those experiences all add to your life. Where you have to worry, I think, is when you maybe start to see a dip in someone where you did expect those things, and you have to worry about not just. That your your relationship with them is declining, but also whether there's anything that you may have done, you know, mm. because that's another thing that that maybe we can touch on that friends provide is they provide a way for you to actually reflect on yourself. You know, the friends that make you double check yourself, the friends that tell you when you're not quite on good form. That's important because they're almost a bit of a check and a balance, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they let you they let you know if you're going wild on something or just. Chill out, or whatever it is. Mm. So, I think that's a really, really important part of friendship. I mean, I, for one, still firmly believe, as as someone who loves a good chat, that social connection, social interaction is is a massive, massive force for good. And the more and more you expose yourself to it, and the more and more um, opportunities you provide yourself to build friendships, the more fulfilling a life you will lead but they have to be the right ones, you know? And I guess the point with that is that they don't, like you just said, they don't all have to be the golden best friend who's an absolute superhero and swoops in to save the day. They no. can just be that person who you really enjoy having a good time with or that person you pick up the phone with, you know, once or twice every couple of months and just have a really good, good chat with. You know, they all, they all serve to benefit your life.
0: And that's what I mean, I guess, with the idea of purpose. You put it really well, like different friends that you have have a different, you know, those friendships have a different purpose in all of our lives. You know, you've touched on it, you know, some could provide relief, you know, from being just hilarious and, you, you know, you always laugh and then you have some deeper conversations with people and you value that. So that's what I mean, I guess, when I'm talking about the purpose. It doesn't have to be a blanket purpose for all of your friendships. I think that's actually wrong in many ways. I don't think you should have the same level for all of them. But it's about what, you know... I guess like you can provide different things to different people, I guess some people might see me as someone they can turn to in a difficult situation i hope and 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 talk to them about some some difficult things and some people might see me as a, you know someone who thinks he's funny and can like have a laugh i mean you know so you it's 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 having that with different friends i suppose and it's like that that purpose of do they help you know is it a mutual thing do they help you do you help them have some sort of um yeah purpose of the friendship and i guess the, the way that i want to also just link it is the idea especially in this nowadays age of social media where it's about the, the values are being tested so it's uh, for a lot of people it's about quantity not quality how many followers you have on twitter or instagram how many likes you get on a on a photo you know do are these seen at times as a substitute for real friendships? You know, do you judge how popular someone is or how good a person someone is based on how many likes they get on Instagram? I think that might factor in. I'm not even joking. I think that that might influence some of our thought processes right now. You see someone with loads of followers, and you're like, "Wow, you know, they must be a pretty great person," or "Wow, they're really popular." Whatever, but it's just not the case. It's it's they're not real. You know, they they are, they are, they're fake, they're followers, you know, it's not the same as a friendship. And it's really important that people think about the quality, not the quantity. And this is coming from someone who's always sort of had this strong desire to be liked by everyone. You know, that's always been, everyone is to some extent, but that's always been something for me just growing up that I'd needed almost. Um, And as I've got older, I've realised that it's just not important. As long as the people that you care about care about you equally and like you equally, then you're doing something right. So that idea of quality is something that I really want people to think about. Not these sort of proto-friends, you know, these sort of fake superficial friends who, you, you know, you don't support. You know, the values don't align with yours. It's that quality that I think is so important.
1: I think you're a, you are you've hit the nail on the head there. What I would say is that I think there's a definite kind of disconnect between the way that you interact with friends on these platforms and the way you interact with your friends in real life. And maybe since we were introduced to things like Facebook and Instagram, you know, they've done studies that show the kind of endorphins when people get likes. But I think when I look back at it, I think, am I actually praising and kind of supporting my friends in real life as much as I am on social media? And you know, me and my brother have this joke that I'm a bit of a ghost on Instagram. I never like pictures. But for me, I've never seen that as the sole purpose of social media, whereas for some people that is the end goal. The, the thing that I would like to say about that, I guess, is that if you do think that maybe your relationships have taken a little bit of a negative turn with your friends since, you know, since you were younger or over the past few years... Maybe think about the last time you, know, you actually kind of praised them or kind of you know, told them they were doing good and encouraged them in real life because we're all very quick to post the witty comment and post the like and you know be part of that kind of circle on Facebook or the gram or whatever. But how many times actually when you're sat, especially this is in male friendship um, from experience, how many times have you actually sat with the fellas and actually encouraged each other or patted each other on the back and said, no, what you're doing is great, without worrying about some kind of negative feedback from that, you know. And I think that's really important.
0: I think that's really well put, yeah. And I guess it is, it is so key sometimes to, to be outgoing in your relationships. You know, if you're maybe a tad worried about something, just reach out. Um, I know it's something that, certainly growing up, As you quite rightly said, boys maybe don't do it enough. But as I've got older, um, I remember there was, you know, the the, the diary that I I do use, one of the questions was like, um, sorry, it was one of the challenges that they set for the week. It was like, go and message one of your friends or as many friends as you want and just tell them how much you rate them. And I was thinking at first, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that. That's going to be so weird. But then I was like, wait, if someone did that to me, I would be glowing. I would be so happy because I'd know that that friend's, like, thought about me. It's appreciated me. And I know we want to get into this in the second half as well with friendship at the moment. But, like, it's always been such underrated things. Like, the quality of a friendship is also, you know, it's a mutual thing um and if you go out of your way to treat someone well like obviously joke and you know take the piss out of your friends that's what friendship is also about but do they know that you at the end of the day appreciate them and love them for who they are do they know that because if they don't like no wonder they might not be talking to you as much you've got to show that appreciation i think not all the time not overwhelming but just every now and then um and i think you put that really nicely um for, for for people to think about, yeah, and I actually think that is a, a really beautiful place to break up this conversation about friendship. To go to our world famous halfway point, everyone's favourite segment. Are you going to help me sing, or am I going to do a solo? <laughs> Solo rendition. I'll come in with the chorus. Okay, so yeah. everyone can sing along if they want in their bedroom or on the run that they might be listening <laughs> to this yeah. on. So now it's time for pointless fact of the, of the day. day. Beautiful. I think we might have harmonised towards the end. Beautiful. Light harmony. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, the booking details
1: on the gram. You <laughs> to for weddings or? Um, anything what? when this is all over. No, when
0: they're allowed again, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll be there. Uh, for, for new listeners, uh, Pointless Fact is a nice little way to break up our converses with something completely unrelated to the conversation that we are having at this point. Um, Tom, would you like to go first, or shall I? I'll take the plunge, mate.
1: So, I was a bit suspect on whether this was actually a fact, but I did fact-check it. Apparently... More monopoly money is printed per year than U.S.
0: money. So what? that's more monopoly dollars is printed than U.S. dollars per year. What? Really?
1: Yeah. Oh. Monopoly. My. Monopoly's got the bank. <laughs> What's, What's his name? Oh, Mr. Pennybags. Mr.
0: Pennybags. <laughs>
1: Mr. Pennybags is he's he's making
0: bank. He's sorted he is sorted
1: ask him for a line
0: (laughs) i like that a lot i mean yeah if anyone does want to fact check that then by all means but i want to believe it i want to believe that that's true because that's great very good pointless fact very very good um so yes my pointless fact is the word rainbow is already one of the most beautiful words in the english language right well It turns out that those who spoke Victorian English had an even more beautiful term for these arches of multicoloured light. According to the Washington Post, they called them Bows of Promise.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Bows of Promise. I thought that'd be quite a nice name for a band, you know.
1: That's lovely, actually, yeah. That's very positive.
0: Bows of Promise. So whenever you're feeling a little bit, a little bit down. Those was a promise, just remember that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think a I need a few of those at the moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uplifting, uplifting. So, that concludes Pointless Fact of the Day. Came in at the end there, I like it for a second. People are going to have to listen to my horrible voice again. <laughs> so you deflected it well. Um, so, yes, for the second half of this conversation we want to build again on friendship we've been getting into friendship quite a lot the very nature of friendship in the first half but in the second half we want to focus more on on friendship now i know we've touched upon it a little bit but what friendship means now and what it could mean after this little period of lockdown as well you know me and tom have, have just said at the very start that we actually see this period is as, is as, as quite liberating in a way it's quite nice it's a lot of time for for reflection and i personally see reflection as central to understanding friendship because reflection allows you to understand yourself and it's really quite hard to just be by yourself it is it's really hard. i know we've got families and and uh, who are with us but like just sitting by yourself is really difficult you know we always try and distract ourselves as best as possible from just sitting by ourselves and thinking don't we that's literally what we're amazing at. You scroll Instagram for two hours or whatever, or you, you watch Netflix till God knows a clock. Like, that's all just a distraction on the whole, unless you're watching The Boys on Amazon Prime, which is unbelievable, uh, in which case that is fully justified. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that's it's it's quite interesting to just think a bit more and understand maybe about yourself a bit more. It's a great time to think about that. And I know... That you also believe that, don't you, Tom? That reflection is really important because then you can be. Um, well, I want to say the word better in your friendships. You can, you can, you can help. You know your friends, or uh, even more, by being a better version of yourself.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I think that we've actually, in a lot of ways, for those of us who are just cooped up at home, working from home, studying, whatever it is we do, we've actually been given. An opportunity here to to reframe a lot of our relationships and actually take stock of how they maybe were progressing how we want them to progress and not in a sort of strategical way or a cynical way because that would be disingenuous but actually are, are, am I am I kind of where I want to be with these people and are they you know where where, where I would like them to be these relationships and by by spending time on your own or obviously with your family at home, if that's the situation, you know, I've been reading articles about people who had quite fractious relationships with their parents who've actually kind of reignited those, those kind of quite old, old bonds with, with their family members. And I think that's something you can see this as, you know, lockdown, isolation, whatever you call it, it can be seen as, Oh, we're being kept from each other we're not seeing each other or it could actually be a time in which we really reframe those relationships so when it actually does finally end we come out and we value and cherish those relationships even more and i think that's being an optimist that's where i want to see this end you know in kind of people really reaffirming those relationships
0: Mm. i think that's again really beautifully put and it's so important you know you choose who you talk to right now. You are the architect of your own social group. You're not going out and you're being around a big group and some of them you might not get on with and some of them you do, or you know, just, just in general going out on a Friday night, wherever, and just being surrounded by people that you might, you know, just, just for whatever reason, you, you don't um, see them as, as, as good friends. That can be a challenge. Right now, you choose. and And I think that is liberating because I think you can really solidify... Friendships, and what I've actually found really nice in this period is, I, I think I've become close to some people that I really actually didn't think I would before. Um, in a way, like just had some really nice conversations with people that have really sparked sort of a budding friendship, and I've really enjoyed that in a way, just sort of letting it happen, not putting any anything on it, not really even expecting anything, obviously, and then it sort of developed. Um, and that has also been really nice in a way as well because maybe in normal life you're so caught up with what you're doing or whatever that that maybe wouldn't have been given the chance to progress in any way. Um, so that's that's another positive side effect, I suppose, uh, of this period. But one thing that, you know, I've certainly framed myself, I just want to say, uh, again, you know, I told you, I, I, I I've thought about friendship quite a lot over the past couple of years. Um, you know, after after my mother died, I really thought about not replacing that big sort of relationship in my life, but the the positivity of the relationship that I had with her. It was all about positivity, you know? It was about, you know, yeah, making you know, building each other up. And I guess that's what I see. Like, if you're around negative people or people who, like, sort of stomp on your dream or, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what people do sometimes. They sort of put you down. They tell you you can't do something or whatever. And... You can't be around those negative people if you wish to have a positive outlook on life. That's what I believe. Genuinely, you need to surround yourself with people who do have this positive outlook on life. Not, not like ridiculous, you know, I don't want someone to just be positive for the sake of being positive, but just a general outlook. Everyone's negative now and then due to personal circumstances and you allow that to happen. But it's, it's what's the consistent view you know are, are they positive do they want you to do well do they encourage you to do well do you encourage them to do well do you know what i mean that's the sort of positivity not just like oh my god it's happiness and rainbows every day and i love it and, that. and that's rubbish it's about building each other up uh, just you know making you feel like you can do things um and you know do they do they just sort of push you to be the best version of you you know we said just being yourself but like the best version of yourself—not someone who's surrounded by doubt and doubting their own abilities or whatever—but some, you know, like yeah, do it, you know, like yeah, that's cool, like yeah, I, I'll, I've, I've, I've even thought this just with the pod, like, you know, friends who are like, yeah, of course I'll share it about, or like, of course I'll do this, you know, like little things like that. It's of no effort, but then it can have a big effect on on your friends. So I guess that's that's something as well, like that think about that positive outlook not not unfounded positivity but positive outlook
1: i think particularly in the context we're living in now it's crucial i mean you know i remember reading all of these pieces to kind of carry on and think about what friendship means during lockdown and during this period of isolation i remember reading all the articles i think we'd all see them you know of Londoners feel lonely and, you know, X, Y, and Z generation feel lonely. And there's a guy actually, a really, really interesting professor of neuroscience guy called John Cassiopo, who basically started doing research into what happened to the human brain when it was absent of social interaction and social connection, right? And this is a current period where I guess you could say we're having to substitute social interaction with a Zoom call, with a virtual drinks on Facebook, whatever it is FaceTime, it's not quite the same but it's the best we've got at the moment but I guess why I wanted to mention him is he was talking about how when you look at loneliness social interaction and genuine positive social interaction can be a bit of an antidote for loneliness now on the converse you can have people who are surrounded by friends whether they're out or whether they're uh, perceived as a popular person and they can still feel lonely you know the kind of lonely billionaire syndrome where everyone's round at your house because you've, you've only got money but I guess the point I wanted to say with that is that in a situation like we are now where we're actually being thrust into isolation so not social isolation through chance or through life experience but actually we're all being told it's a public health you know, mission to stay isolated what that means for friendship really and what that is going to do and how that is going to reframe those relationships because I think if you were to speak to John Cassiope who unfortunately passed away he would probably say that maintaining these connections now is even more important because loneliness is one of these things that can be quite contagious as well. Something he touched on was how if you anticipate you're going to have negative social interactions with a friend, say they're actually struggling and they're, they're, they're feeling down or they're feeling lonely, you subconsciously sometimes will peel away. And in anticipation of those negative interactions, you yourself will most likely stop being friends with them because you you'll go into the self self preservation that they are you see and i think that's a real risk in this period is that people completely withdraw go into that sort of hibernative self preservation and those friendships suffer as a result and so i guess you know i don't know what your thoughts are on this but mm. my advice would be more than ever it's about being proactive yeah you know
0: yeah yeah i mean i guess one thing i just want to check myself on just because i'm aware f- from what you've said when I mentioned just before that, you know, you need to be around people with a positive outlook, I I think it's important just to just to get in on that a little bit because everyone goes to a stage when they're feeling crap, okay? And it's not just about a positive outlook all the time, as I said. Like, being positive all the time is misguided and, quite frankly, naive, okay? But, so I, I actually think that you want to be around people who um, most of the time have a positive outlook. But it's also like being there as you just said for someone when they are going through a rough patch you know because that rough patch isn't who they are as a person is it yeah. um and i just wanted to clarify that because i don't want people thinking like oh as you just said if someone goes into themselves and is struggling you still you, you should you should want to be there for them more importantly but it is more what i meant was like the the consistent position of that person if it is consistently negative always then that's difficult. But not if they're going through a rough patch. I think you have to be there for them more than ever.
1: 100%. I think it goes goes a long way. And I've always seen it as it can be a real litmus test. When you have these quite formative events in a person's life, the people that are there after it's all died down tend to usually agree on how it is they conduct their friendships and how... They seem to view those relationships. The people that are there again and again, consistently, they don't need to be there, you know, because this is something we've we kind of briefly touched on, but maybe we should clarify it. There's no obligations on anyone to be friends with anyone. There's no obligations. You don't owe you don't owe a duty to your friend unless you you kind of place that on yourself, really, and that's what what makes it special in in a sense is that you know, save all the cliche quotes, but that friends actually willingly of their own accord want to do that for Mm. you is probably the most affirming part of a friendship and what makes you feel appreciated and loved and endeared, you know. And that that's something that probably in this period will really will really kind of go the mile when people are feeling like they've not had that interaction. You know the, the small things will seem bigger. And I don't know what your, what your thought on this. I've always tried to be good with checking in on people. Now, you know, given the fact that people live such busy lives and meet so many people, you can't check in on everyone all the time. But we had a conversation last night where I said, actually, there's some people who might actually appreciate that more. Mm. And there's, there's others who you know, you can always count on them being, you know, being not, not okay, but you can count on them managing things better, you know, especially in, in this sort of period. So, and that's not that there's kind of relative scales of who's more worthy. It's actually just sometimes, you know, dropping that, that line out to someone who they might not be your best mate, might be someone who actually is a bit tangential, but you just know they're going through a particularly rough patch. That as a gesture for me, is just
0: as powerful as a best mate stepping in when they need to. Yeah, I mean, I think that's so important. Um, it's using that that social now that we should all need to figure out who might need to know that you're there more. Some people don't need it as much, and that's fine. That's, that's, that's okay. You have to figure that out. We can all do that. Um, we've all got it in us to understand who might need that contact more. Uh, And to know and feel appreciated more. And you have to figure that out. I guess you've touched on another really important point, which is... So all friends, you know, it's got to be someone that you laugh and have a joke with. You know, that's what friendship is a big part of, having a laugh, isn't it? And being able to be yourself, be be a weirdo, whatever, you know, and laugh about all these things. You know, you often share the same sense of humour. I think that is so, so important. But real friends are there for you when the shit hits the fan, when, when, when you, you know, you're, you're facing something that is, is sometimes life-altering. I know. Again, I'm speaking from personal experience. Um, something that really has just changed my life and. I guess this links to the the sort of last section that I know we want to talk about, which is show your fucking appreciation to your friends. And I swore because I really want people to get that message, okay? Check in on your friends. Tell them that you love them and appreciate them, especially now, okay? Like when I was going through that rough patch and people were checking in on me, it meant the world to me because I knew that they were can I didn't even have to reply. I didn't have to be like, let's have a chat. Just be like, thank you. Like that's so nice. And I've I've, you know, I'll happily admit, like, sometimes, you know, I've I've screwed up myself and I maybe haven't shown enough appreciation for some of my best friends. And it's something that I kinda kick myself about, you know, and that's why it's so important because think about how it affects you. That's the only that's the only way you can think about this really. The only lens is that when someone says that to you, it makes you feel great. So do it for others. Just just do it. it the, the next time you think, "Oh, well, I haven't spoken to such and such for a week, just check in. It doesn't have to be like, I love you so much, you are the best thing that's ever happened to me. No, just to be like, how's it going? How are you finding lockdown? How about that? How about that? That's not hard. That takes two minutes and it can go a long way to brightening up someone's day um, to make them feel connected. And I just really want to get that message across alright, show appreciation, that's why I love this trend that's happening on Facebook, you know, the, the putting up a photo um, to do with male suicide, I, I don't usually do those sort of trends but I really like that, I think it's great and it's showing appreciation and yeah, I mean it's always, uh, as as I said like, we always rinse each other, that's what friendship is but if your friend, uh, you know, says like that's actually really annoying me, you stop, don't you? You stop immediately, and you don't because you appreciate them, and you, you're like you're working, you're figuring it out as you go along. You're making mistakes, and you carry it on. But you, you you you've got to figure out that idea of like I yeah the best the best parameter for it is how would you feel? How have you felt when someone's done that to you? And as it's really something that I want the people to think about. I
1: would I would totally agree. I think that there's also not. If you're thinking about it and it's occupying your mind, you yourself will benefit from doing it and not, you know, not to make it that it's a solely selfless act, you check in on people as well because it makes you feel like you're doing your dues as a good friend, you know, and that that is probably something that, that kind of is always conflicting with me is there's the, there's the camp that say, well, it's what people add to your life, it's what people give you. But also, the most rewarding part of a friendship is what you give other people you know it's the it's like the pub quiz we did the other night when I was doing the impressions that I, I that that for me made my night, but that was me acting like an idiot I didn't really you know have anything objectively to gain other than entertaining you guys for like five minutes so I think that's another thing is that it you know when it comes to friendship it is it is a reciprocal thing. It is a, um, a kind of really, really good way that you can add meaning and purpose to your life if you've maybe lost it in other areas, you know? You can sleep well, you can rest well if you know you are a good, a good friend, you know? And that even extends to family relationships as well because, you know, your family are your best friends. Of course. And this is another thing maybe that's worth stating is if there is something that you want to work out in this period, if you're locked up at home with them, you're not really ever going to get a better opportunity to do it. Exactly. So whatever kind of immature, you know, gripes you have with your siblings or whatever sort of strange things you have that, that you know, you, you want to reconcile, do it, you know? Because Don't put it off. Yeah. When, when modern life, when the cogs start worrying again, you'll find the excuses and you won't ever do it and then then you'll regret that. I
0: think really important point Tom really really Mm. important point yeah I'm glad you've said that Um, Mm. just do it now don't don't put it off friendships family relationships they're all the same just try and figure it out if there is an issue there I definitely definitely agree with that you know I guess a nice way to round off this discussion about friendships, you know, we're trying to make it positive, like this is a good period to solidify relationships. Friendship is so important. You know, I know we both think that it's what gives life meaning. The relationships you have with people is what makes life worth living, doesn't it? What's the point in doing something really amazing if there's no one necessarily to share it with? You know, you get that job promotion someday, but you want to celebrate that with your friends. You don't just want the promotion, do you? And that's, you know, having those close relationships is what I genuinely think makes, you know, life have meaning. And and you're on this journey. We're all on this journey and you can choose who you want to be on that journey with you. You can. And I think it's important that people really just think about that. That the people around you allow you to just be yourself or do you feel like you're hiding a big part of yourself? Are you worried about showing a part of yourself because you feel like you're going to be, I don't know, laughed at? You're going to be whatever it may be. It should be completely natural. Um, I mean, unless, of course, you're like a massive racist, in which case so you should definitely, definitely keep that to yourself. <laughs>
1: So, so we don't condone.
0: Them. No, not at so, all. But if you, You're you know, not invited to the party,
1: <laughs> you no know. skewing that kind of. <laughs>
0: Uh, bigotry yeah but i think that just if you're you know that weird side everyone has a weird side that they want to indulge in and i think you know a lot of our best friends you know we're all pretty weird around each other aren't we yeah yeah, that's Um,
1: that's what what makes life interesting
0: exactly if it was all very formal and very you know and you were hiding that part it would be it would be boring so I, i want people to think about that in this period you know what friendship really is. Friendship is so, so important and it can play a really big role in developing us as people. Um, We've always been social creatures and just, you know, just uh, hopefully it's made you think. That's what all of these podcasts are about. Hopefully it's made you think about you, about the person you can be towards others, about how others are towards you and those relationships moving forward. Reach out to your friends. It is so easy to do and yet people just don't do it. They just put it off. They'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it later on. Oh yeah, whatever. Just do it. The minute you think about it, reach out, because that can make someone's day. And I just love, you know, that. Then you'll see that positive effect of your actions. It is. And I'm getting very animated because it's something that I believe in so much. I know you do as well, Tom. Uh, definitely.
1: I, I think, you know, my mum has this kind of. you were saying that she always says, and I think it's quite poignant at the moment with what's going on. She used to always say to me, she said, you know, your life is effectively like, it it isn't its own novel and you write it right. But each chapter itself has characters in it. And those characters are your friends, they're they're your enemies, they're your peers, your colleagues, people you learn a great deal from. And there's some characters that persist through every chapter, your main characters, They never change. They might have their own story arc. Something might happen to them, but they remain a constant. But there's also people that come in and out in different chapters. And so I guess if we look at this as a chapter of the world, who who do you want to be in everyone else's novel in this period? And also, who do you want other people to be? Do you want to be the person that leaves that story? Or do you want to be that character that brightens up that chapter? And... We're all looking at some fairly difficult times at the moment. You know, a lot of us are more blessed than vast majority of people. So just taking stock and thinking about that is is, is probably going to be something that you will then carry through with your with your kind of life after this is all lifted. You know? You're staring down t- two roads here. It could be it could be that everybody increasingly disconnects and becomes more lonely. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that this presents far more opportunity for an improvement in relationships. And they'll be stronger than ever coming out of this period. And I think that that's a beautiful thing.
0: Let's make sure it happens, you know, all TNS listeners. Let's just make sure that happens. We solidify those friendships. And uh, when we come out, it'll be a really, really nice thing. It would be beautiful. I'm already thinking of that moment when we're all going to sort of get together where it doesn't have to be over Skype or Zoom or or, or whatever. And it can actually be in person. And and if you've been in contact with that person throughout this period, you know, it's going to be a really beautiful moment. And you're so right, Tom. Like, this isn't just for the now. This is about carrying it forward. This is a positive. And it's not even a big change, is it? We're not saying anything. You don't need to change anything. It's just reaching out more or just yeah thinking about the nature of those friendships um but tom obviously as always you're such a, a wise wise beyond your years and i really really appreciate you you coming and and uh uh well, over time and, and talking about this with me today honestly thank you yeah. no thank you mate keep
1: doing what you're doing
0: I will, I will try. Well, there's nothing else to do right now, really, so <laughs> no choice. But, yeah, we really hope you've enjoyed uh, episode 51. Obviously, wanted to do something that can be linked to the present, get people thinking about friendships, how important they are to us all. Um, as I have plugged on the last episode, we're going to try and bring the, these out every few days, every week, just to get people thinking, some uh, more amusing uh, but all trying to be positive all trying to be positive about life about life after uh, this period as well i urge everyone to to check out the last two episodes that we've done during this lockdown period and we will be checking back in in the next few days until then guys keep doing what you're doing see ya